0: Well, welcome to the first episode of Real Talk on Agency Operations with myself, Steve Anderson, and Ryan Deeds is in the studio with me also today. Hello, Ryan. Howdy, Steve. Here we are. Um... Gosh, we've been thinking about this for a while, and we're finally actually uh, getting to record our uh, very first episode.
1: That's right; it's, it's very exciting. You know, Steve and I have been—we've uh, known each other for a couple of years, and we were both active in the insurance agency space. And we're both very excited about the opportunities for progressive agents. There's definitely challenges for the whole distribution channel of the insurance product. But we really do think that it's probably the most exciting time in my career for technology, insurance agencies, and the opportunities that are presented.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I'm pretty excited about doing this. I've, I've wanted to do this for uh, a while. And I think focusing on agency operations is an area that uh, there's not a lot being talked about. I mean, people every day in their own agencies and brokers, you know, struggle with what to do. And uh, I think we'll have an opportunity to really focus a light on all kinds of different areas there.
1: That's one of our, I, I think that's one of the, the things that brought us together to this is we see a lot of, of great thought leaders out there that talk about marketing aspects and and different agency items, but very few get into the weeds and the nitty gritty and how do you actually enact change? How do you get some of this stuff done, taking it from a high level down to an actual tactical level? And, and both Steve and I, Steve is a, a very high level thinker and I'm, and I'm a much more tactical um, doer, You know, I can, I can bring stuff to fruition. My background's in data and SQL. I've been a developer for the last 15 years in the insurance agency space, doing a lot of data and a- analytics and dashboarding and all that jazz, which has led me over to an operations role. And uh, it ultimately brought
0: me to you. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, you
1: actually program. I do. I do. I I do a lot of coding. Um, I do stuff on my own, and I do stuff for our agency. I've built some bots. I'm a Python developer and a SQL developer, and that's my passion. That's my passion for sure.
0: And for those of you listening that had no idea what he just said, just understand that that's the core technology background that uh, makes a lot of things work. Brian, you got to share with us briefly your... uh uh, your bot, your your Slack bot. One of the issues that I see in corporations and companies all the time
1: is a lack of knowing what somebody doesn't know. I, I've always wanted to be as the IT guy to be able to walk around an agency and see what they didn't know. So I thought, well, wh- what if we created a bot to allow people to indicate what they did know and what they didn't know? And it's called SkillsBot, and it's uh, live today on the Slack App Store. I have about 150 teams on it. Um, It's a free product. You just plug it in and you start using it. It was kind of nice to to have an idea and to bring that to, to fruition. And today, with today's technology, as you know, it's so fast. It took me about 30 days from the moment I started thinking about doing it to actually getting it out and
0: rolled into production. And speed is something that we'll talk a lot about here. Absolutely. Well, I'm Steve Anderson. I've uh, been around the industry a long time, over 35 years. Uh, worked in two different independent agencies over my career, one in the Washington D.C. area and one in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Really, throughout that whole time, I got a uh, got a bug, I guess I would say, a real interest for technology in general and in how it can actually help in an agency. And so for the last, oh, 18 years or so, I've been focused on a consulting role, uh, writing, speaking, uh, working with agencies on technology. And for me, that's a very broad area. So everything from management systems to document management to workflows and internal operations to new emerging technologies, both from the operational side of how they actually implement it and also from the coverage side so I spent a bit of time talking about uh, the new the drones the driverless cars the sharing economy uber and all of those kinds of things and what are the insurance implications and how agencies can uh, can respond to that so i'm pretty excited about focusing in on uh, just the the operational side of what we're doing uh, in agencies because i see that as such a huge pain point as you said lots of material out there in marketing and social platforms and all of that kind of stuff. But one of my key phrases and concepts uh, that I use and talk about is that sales brings growth. And you need that. So I'm not saying that at all. But operations creates the profitability. Mm -hmm. I believe you can sell your way into bankruptcy. Because if you don't have the operations well enough uh, working a good oiled machine that allows all that new business to come in and keep that business by creating an excellent customer experience, then it's a waste.
1: I, I agree with that totally. And I think that. Sales is kind of easy. You know, it's an easy thing to metric out. It's an easy thing to have quantifiable goals on where operations is, is is much more difficult. You have to have much more culture in place. You have to have much more process in place. And it's not sexy and it's typically not real fun for, for those that are driving the, the agency. But I, I think that in many agencies, the larger the client, the more profitable the assumption is. And oftentimes that is not the case if you're keeping good track of services rendered and how much it costs to, to maintain those clients. So I think that, you know, as you build your operations, uh, leveraging what you know to, to be the most scalable, that's going to be, that's going to make agencies win long-term. I mean, to me, scalability is what we're talking about. Profitable scalability. There's no point to, to render 50 services to a client to keep that client if you spend more money on keeping that client than you do getting from that
0: client. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about what we expect on the show. And this is new for us, so we've got some ideas and some things mapped out. But one is, from my perspective, Ryan, we hope to have a conversation like we're doing now, uh, looking at a particular aspect of agency operations. And we'll talk in probably the next show a little bit about our framework around agency operations and how we'll take a look at that. We also want to respond to questions and issues and problems that listeners may have. So we'll have a mechanism in place to uh, capture that, emailing us or the website where we'll house the information for each of our episodes. But just if you're listening to this, know that we really want your questions. What are the problems you're facing? What are the issues? How can we help you in your agency in your brokerage regardless of what your position is you might be the technology person you might be uh the operations person COO you might be a customer service agent a account manager you know what are the particular problems and issues you're facing that um you need help with to streamline overcome whatever the the right word there is so we really seek that we also uh, have a list of people that we want to bring in and interview because uh, we know we don't know it all, but there are a lot of smart people out there in our industry, and uh, we want them to be able to share their uh, their knowledge, skills, and experience with those of you who uh, listen to us.
1: Yeah, a phrase that I use a lot as, as I grow in my career in, in the different aspects is the more that I learn, the more that I know how little I'll ever No, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think collaboration is a great thing. You know, we have to get people just like you and I coming together. We have different skill sets. And so as we as we do get more input, as we figure out uh, which direction folks want to tackle, we'll make sure that we bring on relevant guests to, to facilitate those conversations.
0: So I mentioned a couple of uh, topics that we've kind of mapped out, Ryan. Let's kind of give them a picture for the next, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight episodes that uh, that we're working on putting together. And what are we going to talk about?
1: So this first one obviously is who we are, <laughs> what we're about, uh, what we hope to to provide in this podcast. The second one will be a rundown of the functional areas. Um, it will really discuss the the major buckets in an insurance agency um, and what what needs to be dealt with, and how do you break that stuff up, and how do you look at that? The third one's going to be?
0: An overview of uh, just technology in an agency.
1: And how much it's changed. How much it's changed. (laughs) So much. Before, you know, I, I think it's exciting, actually, because if you're an IT person in an insurance agency today, and you have some kind of rudimentary understanding of the revenue model of your agency, and if you don't you're in the wrong. I'll just put that out there. If you're working in IT and insurance agency and you don't know what drives revenue, figure it out because it'll it'll propel you to a different area. But I think that right now all the principals are looking for help because there's so much noise out there and nobody knows what to do. And so I think that the the technological aspect of this gets very exciting.
0: Well, and and from my perspective, we'll talk. We'll certainly explore this a lot more. But I believe technology in the organization needs to be considered a profit center not an expense item. And that's a real mind shift for the IT person, the technology person. It's also a mind shift for management, whatever that looks like in, in your organization. Another topic is uh, just control of data. And I know, Ryan, you're pretty passionate about that. So I'm really excited to delve into that. Just give us a little quick preview.
1: I am. I, I, for me, you really can't do much at all in an organization unless you have a good data management strategy. And one of the things that drives me insane is we go out and buy products that show us pretty things in data. And then we get mad when the data is wrong. Well, it's because we don't have data management strategy. So we're gonna get into some data management strategy. How do we get that in place? Why is it important? Um, And yes, it definitely resonates with me as, as a data professional for the last 15 years. Anybody who wants to talk data management strategy, I'm all about.
0: it. <laughs> and, and don't worry, folks. I'll keep them under control here. <laughs> that's, right, so. that's right. Another topic is just evaluating tech products in an organization. You know, how, how do you go about doing that? One of the terms Ryan and I kind of bantered around a little on that topic is just the velocity of change. Uh, and, and it's huge. And so there's all kinds of new stuff coming out. The whole insurance technology thing Uh, That everybody's talking about today. Well, how do you, as an agency, actually evaluate what technology to bring in, when to bring it in, when to bet on maybe a smaller vendor? Uh, So I think that's going to be a a good topic, also.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that one of the things that I struggle with as a um, as an IT agency operations professional today, uh, during my day job, I'm the IT director at the Crichton Group, and trying to figure out what's gonna have an impact and what can I actually get in place? And I see kind of three different viewpoints of this. I've got principles that just turn off. And they don't wanna hear anything new. Um, that's not really what we're seeing for the most part of these driving agencies. Then we have agencies that are kind of overwhelmed by the noise. And I consider that like the second phase of maturity. And then the third phase is they're actually evaluating how those products will, will make a difference and, and trying to figure out how they work them into their workflows. And so. Uh, just with so much out there, I, I think that that is, if you could figure out a process to evaluate that stuff um, and weight it, it would be a, it would be a win for any agency.
0: Yeah, and we'll get into a, a bit more detail on that. Another topic is onboarding new clients, and you know, really the key here is how do you keep clients? What is retention? How do you keep them? What is an onboarding process that will actually? help the new client become that much more closer with your agency and tied to your agency. So that's key for certainly growth, but it's also key for retention, which every agency owner knows is is perhaps the key metric. So we'll, again, talk a bit more about what that might look like and some ideas there. So we got a lot coming, and we haven't even touched on agency management systems, document management, workflows, all, all the kind of day-to-day nitty-gritty stuff. How, how, how does a person sitting at a desk, you know, move the work that needs to get done? And some of that could be outsourcing. Some of that could be, you know, what tools are available uh, to agency staff to streamline the work that they're doing? So we have a lot of topics that we can talk about, and, and hopefully we will filter them through the most important, biggest impact in an organization for the least amount of money. Right? That, for me, is always a, a key filter for looking at, at new and emerging technologies.
1: No, I, I, I totally agree. I think that onboarding is a key element, and it's something that you can't have a good onboarding process without a good stewardship report generated at the end. I think from my perspective, so many agencies are trying to do these things that are very complex, and then you go in and say, let me see your stewardship report for a middle market account and they don't have the ability to generate that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like a a maturation step for me when I look at an organization is how how accessible is this stuff? And again, it ties back to data, it ties back to all of that. But I definitely think that we have plenty to talk about. We do wanna denoise this. So hopefully what Steve and I can do is distill down key elements so you can listen to this, take something actionable away, and have an impact in whatever role you play in an organization. And like Steve had indicated, you know, we hope this to be from top to bottom accessible because ultimately it's the account managers and the account manager assistants that have to net some kind of gain for this technology or any of this stuff to be put in place. And so that's, that's kind of what our, what our goal is.
0: And so hopefully you'll give us some feedback on how well we're doing with that goal as we move along through some additional episodes. Ryan, anything else you want to add on this first one? Um, I'm just super
1: excited to be working with you. I, I think that you know, to, to have a voice to, to be able to have an outlet for some of my passion will, will be a boon to my family. They'll be happy about that and, and some to my organization as well. So I think that we have there, there's a lot of good stuff here. and I, I think we've hit the, the kind of the major topics that we wanted to on this first one.
0: Great. Well, let's uh, wrap it up then. Everyone, thanks for listening to this first one. Stay tuned for episode number two. Certainly send us your comments and questions. Uh, We'd love to uh, react to that and uh, get that feedback from you.
1: Again, this is Real Talk with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds from Indio. Thanks for listening.